cup of tea and let's do this. Hey guys, I'm B and I'm Jay. Welcome to Illuminati. Your one-stop shop for grisly conspiracy theories, true crime and urban legends. time guys if you like this episode please don't forget to follow or subscribe to us okay now back to the episode so the topic for today is about the ship called Mary Celeste ah the ghost ship yeah i mean people call it the ghost ship but i don't know why but like the set the main goal of this episode i can say is to clear up some misconceptions that people have about the ship ahas uh-huh. okay we're making people aware of stuff yeah yeah we're why give the ship injustice yeah we're enlighters we're illuminators yeah <laughs> okay so uh we'll like I'll give you a bit of a teaser type thing about uh, what happened on the Mary Celeste, like how it was discovered, and then we'll go into its history and then okay, in more detail. Yeah. So the day is December fourth, in eighteen seventy-three, and um, the ship Mary Celeste was found afloat around the Azores island. I don't know how to pronounce this name, so I'm gonna say Azores, <laughs> but I'm not sure how it's actually pronounced. I think it's Azores. Okay, Azores. Hopefully, that will be. So, around the Azores island, the ship was unharmed, the cargo was intact, it seemed to be functioning well and looked pretty normal, except for one thing the entire crew was gone. What do you mean the entire crew was gone? The ship was floating. The stuff was in there. No one was on the ship? No. Okay, so chills and I'm thinking the title seems to be fitting. Yeah. So now let's go back in time. More than 1873. Yeah, to like a few 15 years back. Okay. To when this ship was built. Uh-huh. When was the ship built? 1860. Mm-hmm. It's like 13 years before. Okay. This happened. So the ship was built by a man named Joshua Jewess in 1860, as I yeah. said. On the shore of the Bay of Pandi in Nova Scotia. Uh, she was 30.3 meters in length and 7.8 meters wide. And she was launched on May 18, 1861, under the name Amazon. Not bad. A decent size for a ship. I'm wondering yeah. about the name, though. Amazon. Yeah. Why Amazon? I have no idea. Okay, moving on. So, this, this ship had a very bad fate. And it encountered a large number of mishaps, clearly, <laughs> and it was considered unlucky. 
Yeah, and it was owned by local people, including the builder yeah. Joshua and the captain Robert McClelland. And that uh, at one point they took the ship for a voyage, where they would travel across the five islands of Nova Scotia to collect timber and then sail across Atlantic to go to London. Okay. And then on the journey, the captain. Uh, he he got the timber, he got the cargo, but when when they're on their way to London, he falls ill due to pneumonia. So then they take the ship back. Like I mean, he he said that they should continue with the voyage, but they said no, so they took it back. Right. And then he passed away. And then he passed away. How is that the ship's fault? He got pneumonia. No, I mean it's like the ship. And it, whoever went on the ship never really had good luck after that. Okay. So after that, um, what where was I? Okay, yeah. <laughs> after that, <laughs> Nutting Parker takes over as captain. Okay, so this part of the history is not really very interesting. It's just what's happening. Okay. So. So he takes over as captain, resumes the voyage to London, and that trip wasn't really smooth either. So the ship collided with fishing equipment in Maine. Okay. But I mean, it did reach London and dropped off the goods. But on the way back, it hit a brick in the English Channel and sank it. I'm gonna blame the captain for this. <laughs> I mean, you're the one driving yeah. it. Good point. It's just a second pause. Yeah, I just gotta start charging my phone. It'll die on me. Continue. So the next few years, the uh, for the next few years, the Amazon would be in the West Indies and would occasionally make trips across the Atlantic. The Parker guy remained captain, and it did not really seem like mishaps were happening anymore. Okay. So in 1867, William Thompson took over as captains, and things went on smoothly until October 1867. I don't know why I was gonna say 1867, but <laughs> okay, yeah. So in October 1867, there was a huge storm near Cape Breton Island, which is a part of Nova Scotia, and the ship was taken to Galway. And she was so damaged that nothing could be done to save her. Okay. And she was abandoned. Abandoned, yeah. She was abandoned. But then a local man named Alexander McBean sold the wreck, and uh, and then it got sold again. So it like kept passing on. Wow. And I wonder uh, how a ship just gets passed on. <laughs> a shipwreck. A shipwreck. To be yeah. Okay. So a year later, the ship was in the hands of Richard W. Haynes, who was an American mariner in New York, and he spent a lot of months restoring the ship and named himself as captain, and changed her name to Mary Celeste. Okay. So then, he he said he spent a lot of on the ship, yeah. but then. It got seized by his creditors, 
in 1869 and then it had an upgrade done and a second deck was added poor richard poor ricky yeah richard got some bad <laughs> yeah so then it got um a new captain benjamin briggs and in 1872 he took her on her i'm messing up the pronouns here it took her on her first voyage after the upgrade to italy with a cargo of 1701 barrels of denatured alcohol that's a lot of alcohol yeah it is wow and they and they were to um, set sail on 7th november and he chose the crew members very specifically okay. so i don't know their names but there were seven crew members okay and along with that he also took his wife who was actually his cousin but they got married he married his cousin yeah and they had a two year old daughter so she was also going to be with why them. the heck would you take your daughter with you yeah and he also had two sons but they uh, stayed back to go to school wow school actually think... saved their life yeah school can... but i feel bad for them yeah i mean their whole family is just missing disappeared no one knows what happened it's weird man he married his cousin it was the 1800 so i guess it's kind of nonsense it's icky <laughs> But okay. <laughs> Continue. So now there's another ship called the Grash, like the Grashia or the Grashia. Yeah. I'm not sure. But then eight days after Mary Celeste left, the ship also left and was gonna sail in the similar route to Italy. But at one point they were gonna switch up the route. So up the route it would happen that the Mary Celeste and the ship would never cross paths. Okay. Yeah. However, the captain of the ship, Morehouse, spotted the Mary Celeste floating in the Atlantic, and he immediately knew that something was wrong with it. Because everything just seemed off. You were getting eerie vibes from the ship. Yeah, and they were never supposed to cross paths, but they did. So Mary Celeste changed the route. Yeah, I mean, probably. Yeah. Okay. And uh, this day is December fourth, like I said. Yeah. Which is almost a month after the ship departed, and its location is presumably four hundred miles from the Azores Islands, which is. a collection of islands of the west coast of portugal i did not i don't know why i did not mention this earlier but i'm <laughs> mentioning it now <laughs> okay now knowing that something is wrong morehouse changed his course and goes towards mary celeste and launches a boarding okay. party to check that everything is okay morehouse has mad gut feelings yeah I, i'm sure he had like some future production plans or something i don't know should have been an astrologer <laughs> yeah so he sent some of his crew on a small boat to the ship who called out to uh, 
the ship but they did not get any reply so they boarded it and there was no one there that explains the no reply part yeah so it was quite clear that the ship had uh, been in some trouble because the uh, sails were in poor shape and some were missing and there was some water in the boat but it wasn't alarming enough to evacuate the boat okay yeah i mean the captain of briggs was very experienced so i don't think he would like evacuate a ship because of like 3 feet or 4 feet of water right yeah so okay. the life the life boat was missing which clearly meant that they abandoned the ship Mm, so okay so they abandoned the ship but the reason has to be something besides the water yeah like okay. all the personal belongings and the food or cargo utensils cargo had been uh, left in the ship utensils in the kitchen had been thrown around which suggested a fight or something or maybe like a mishap captain's okay. the captain's room was wet and soggy and uh, his bed was really wet like a tar water on it so it would be all right to assume that the water level that they were seeing could yeah. have uh, lowered down since the actual accident yeah cuz it probably like went inside the Yeah. So the the cargo, the denatured alcohol, it was un- it seemed untouched, and even though all the uh, personal belongings were still there, the captain's equipment, the chronometer, the sextant navigation book, and the ship's register were missing. The logbook was still there, and the last entry of the ship's position was six miles northeast of Santa Maria. and it was written at 8 am on uh, november 25th which is 10 days almost 10 days before the ship was discovered i guess so it means they evacuated yeah and it, it could be because of the water yeah yeah i don't know why he <laughs> took the ship's register though Yeah, I mean, out of all, like you could have taken some food, and some clothes. Yeah. Why did you take a chronometer then? And... That would be to figure out. Chronometer would be. Yeah. I don't you know, know why you took that. Go to the nearest land. Right. Yeah. Why did you take the ship's register? <laughs> so before okay. before the ship was discovered, there was no evidence of a collision or any damage. So and then, how this... did the water get in? I have no clue. Maybe I told you the ship had bad luck. Bad luck that defied gravity. Yeah. Newton's latest. Maybe that's why it's called called ghost ship. Because Newton's ghost is haunting it. Probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this mystery of the Mary Celeste wasn't taken seriously because. It's the 1800s. There's no more yeah. communication. There's no media, and um, 
this keep this kept happening obviously like people went on ships wrecks happened mishaps happened and they never yeah. really understood what actually happened right about so this case did not become famous until 1884 so sir arthur conan doyle doyle the same sir arthur conan doyle yeah the sherlock holmes author arthur conan doyle Ooh. Okay, we've taken a very interesting turn here. Yes. So he was a ship surgeon at the time and he took care of people's health on voyages and he was also okay. an aspiring an aspiring writer at that time. So he wrote a story, a fictional story which was inspired by Mary Celeste which was called J Habakkuk's Habakkuk Jefferson's statement and it was published anonymously in January 1884 Cornhill magazine issue Interesting I didn't know he had written any book besides Sherlock Me too but yeah he he wrote this anonymously maybe that's why we did not know Yeah So over okay. time it got so popular that people believed that this fictional story was what actually happened people are you missing the fictional part in that sentence no do you remember that one time school where we had this woman who told us about the ship oh yeah the readers digest lady yeah so do you remember exactly what she said not really i mean did she like food was half eaten or something yeah she heard that Yeah this the food half eaten food thing was a part of the story No seriously Yeah Oh so she took the wrong she... information Oh oh and she's a magazine writer Yeah and we believe it because we were a bunch of dumb 12 year olds but <laughs> come on with with 12 She's telling A, she's telling a haunting story of course you're going to believe everything she says <laughs> which is why i'm say this is an episode to clear the misconceptions about the ship right okay let's do it yeah we already are but so then um the captain the more the more house guy i was going to say captain the of more house <laughs> <laughs> no it's wrong with me. I guess the the captain the captain of the Gracia delivered the cargo of Mary Celeste to its destination and then the ship was examined okay. so they found blood marks So the ship was then examined and blood marks a mark from an axe and cuts in the sail and a sword with apparent blood quote unquote was or were all found in the ship which at the at that moment implied that whatever happened was not a natural disaster okay but then later they found out that the blood on that sword was just rust because it had been cleaned with a lemon how they, could you con- confuse rust with blood I mean at first glance it looked red so they thought it's dried up blood but then 
suggests that a sea monster attacked them. Wow. Like a giant. Lockness. Lockness is अंडरस्क्रूटनी I, yeah, ship could ship away. could you just maybe you not know, bend at a little angle? I just need the humans. I have no personal animosity towards you. Just you know, scoot to one side, would you? Yeah, you're very pretty. I'll let you float. <laughs> Keep floating. Go on, move. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, this theory is kind of stupid. Yeah. So the fourth theory is. a very believable theory okay so it's that the alcohol in the cargo exploded Ex- um, not like not like explode explode i mean it started like give off sparks so they just evacuated yeah but the, if it gave out sparks shouldn't the ship have been burned down it was found afloat Yeah, that that's the only downfall about this theory because it's always speculation, but it's the most the most rational theory probably. The next theory is more rational, but until now this is the most rational. Theory. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the alcohol in the cargo exploded all the sudden. I'm saying again. Yeah. So James <laughs> James Winchester. Oh my god, that's that's a supernatural brother. <laughs> so he had uh, invested in the Mary Celeste. Like there were many investors in that time. Like the captain was one of them. Okay. So he had he had invested in the Mary Celeste, and he believes that the in the explosion theory, because of the nine barrels which were found empty, and they definitely weren't used for drinking purposes. You're telling me nine barrels of alcohol. exploded and yet the ship was still floating no it did not explode the those nine barrels were made of red oak and the remaining one made of white oak okay now red oak is red oak is known to be more porous um which caused the alcohol to leak out and the barrels had like steel bands around them which probably rubbed against each other cuz the weather was not really smooth right and so it probably caused like or maybe even a small fire bit of panic they took the lifeboat and evacuated but they left the food on the ship yeah i mean they were in a state of panic yet they took the register yes he was just like i'm just going to take whatever i see in front of me. i'm just hold on to this book okay like food who needs that yeah maybe if the life boat falls down i could just float on this book who knows yeah or a door we could have a titanic moment sure, sure. with his cousin okay <laughs> <laughs> oh, that cousin part is so weird <laughs> Alrighty. 
answer then the last theory is the most believable theory which is that the weather caused a natural disaster and they evacuated okay and it also explains the water in the ship yeah but again the water was not at that level that they could evacuate it is dead was wet so probably some of the water just leaked back out the way it came in yeah very high possibility and also they noticed this after um when they were examining it very late in the whatever okay <laughs> <laughs> okay so one of the pumps of the ship was found disassembled um oh, no so maybe at that point the like, so was like It'd be it's a good bad. idea. Does, yeah, it has good weather conditions. Alright, so I'm gonna head out. Yeah, so that's like not a very good weather condition. There's water in the ship, and yeah, but sh- and one of the pumps is. Man, you really should have taken some food. What were you thinking? <laughs> so you probably just started just gonna get worse. Yeah, but. You always have an emergency plan, right? Like I got it's the eighteen hundreds, and shipwrecks were a big thing. So then, technically, they should have a better emergency plan. Yeah, I mean, and, he, and he's a very experienced captain. Exactly. So. so, what you just thought you won't need food? <laughs> so then, the this. this theory the speculation that they tried to tie the lifeboat to the main ship so that they won't float very far away but then the weather was bad so they probably just drifted apart he thought of evacuating the main ship on a lifeboat because of bad weather but then he tied the lifeboat to the main ship anyways yes is it just me or is Does that make no sense whatsoever? It does not actually. Cause but you know, I found out. But I found out that over the generations, the IQ and looks increase. <laughs> so I think that IQ is <laughs> a little. Well, I mean, this is common sense. Like if you're abandoning ship because there's water in it and it's bad weather, you would probably want to sail in the opposite direction. And if this ship is yes. filling with water, it will eventually sink. So there really sink. isn't any point. It's staying connected Tying with it. <laughs> yeah. And according to the logbook that they left behind, but took away the register. Yes, because priorities. Yeah. So that logbook said that they were close to that island, Santa Maria. Okay. So they probably. That first thought was to sail over there, and they were that I did like six miles or something. Maybe it's that's why bad. they did not take food. Yeah, they, maybe that's why. But they didn't take any water either. What are you planning on doing? Drink from the sea. You do realize that's really salty, right? I told you, I can. <laughs> right. So. 
so i probably thought of sailing there like land is close by and get that safe yeah but brig's chronometer was supposedly inaccurate how do you know that he took it with him no that they probably gave him a default a faulty chronometer and then they came out later and were like oh we just gave him a bad one we didn't think he would disappear into thin air you gave him a faulty chronometer what would you think was going to happen i know he was an experienced sailor right yeah he should have an inkling about you know chronometers at work and don't work I mean I get it it's so maybe, a vast expanse of nothingness yeah but still if you are experienced you might have some gut feeling that okay you not know maybe I'm heading in the wrong direction or maybe he just wasn't an experienced captain and people just chased him yeah and I'm not sure about the chronometer thing because I mean he took it with him and yeah you're telling me it was faulty yeah so like because if if the chronometer was actually inaccurate they were basically in the middle of nowhere yeah and if it was wrong from the beginning they wouldn't have been on the right route and also cuz it was faulty yeah. yeah so yeah that's all the theories and i'm leaving whether theory cuz the alcohol explosion thingy that did not really find any yeah. marks and the ship wouldn't be floating if nine barrels of alcohol just exploded leaked out yeah exactly but anyway the ship was like sold constantly to other people right and then it again had a huge wreck and then it was just left somewhere and on an island and uh, that ship has bad luck very bad luck yeah and now no one knows the exact location it's somewhere near haiti what the place h a i t i haiti haiti yeah, somewhere we should there. go there good and vacation spot yeah some someone spotted shipwreck underwater and said that it's the Mary Celeste Again, but no one knows for sure. How do you know? Do you just randomly say oh look there's a ship I can't make anything out eh I'm correct Mary Celeste yeah it's probably one of those your voice is breaking even your voice broke at the end of it yeah Yeah, I mean the, there were countless ships that were like sinking all over the years since I was since the yeah. start started. Yeah. Even the weather theory doesn't make sense cuz it was found floating. There were no like the ship was found intact. Yeah. Water level had gone down, which makes no sense cuz again, the ship was intact. There were no scratches or anything. So how did the water come come in in the first yes. place so yeah we truly wouldn't really know anything that would happen this really is a question maybe they just got abducted by aliens hey we did not give that yeah we did not okay first of all aliens are a staple in conspiracy theories they have to be yeah. there 
or maybe i don't know why aliens would take their life but the maybe in case of an emergency or the ships register or the sextant navigation faulty chronometer <laughs> yeah or maybe they know they didn't find bodies either no. did they did they even go diving i don't think yeah cuz oh another ship oh, and they didn't really take it seriously until like 10 years later yeah cuz um sherlock had to put in yeah and they believed of fictional story it it's literally written fictional yeah and the god knows just sailed into like up right and now they're in atlantis yeah or in the satanic underworld oh underworld dark like it <laughs> okay So we hope you like this episode and stay tuned for more every Saturday right here on Illuminati